you are what you eat so think about how what do you want to be you know do you want to be a healthy person Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Jesse George. Jesse, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks. And we're going to have a ton of fun. So give everybody the 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. My 5,000 foot view is that I am an awesome nutrition and wellness coach. I took up on this profession because of my personal journey. Otherwise, I'm an engineer doing data work. And this is my passion to help others transform their life. And that's how I started this business. I love it because that is my next question because your background is super interesting to me that you're super analytical, like <laughs> smarty, smarty, smart, smart. And then you decided to go into the whole nutrition thing, which also requires a whole lot of smarts because God knows I can't figure it out. Well, not that that means anything, but it, it's just kind of surprising to me that um, it, there's such diverse backgrounds. So give us kind of a bit more of the story about how you got into nutrition as a thing. So I came from India and my background is in electrical engineering. But when I came to US, you know, I took the opportunity and took my master's in engineering management and worked in the computer profession for 20, I mean, all these years of my life, still working. And um, during 2017, I had lots of emotional stress. And at the same time, company was going to some restructuring and I had a supervisor from Germany, which was hard to uh, you know, work with because I'm here and language barriers and all those things. And I lost my job. But at that time, I was obese, diabetic, asthmatic, allergic, high blood pressure, you name it, I had it. <laughs> you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of like I was like a disease full person with full of diseases. And uh, in addition to that, I got depressed when I got that lost the job. That didn't help manage any of my health issues. I was on too many medications for high blood pressure, acid reflux. And I am a believer, I'm a Christian. I felt like God was telling me it was time to just take a break and work on me. Um, Now I'm laughing at that time, I was just in tears, you know, Uh, but God took me in his hands and told me I had to work on me. Otherwise there is no hope in my life. So I took a break and I was able to reverse diabetes of 17 plus years in three months. Wow. So that was a a eye opener for me to, you know, look deep and see what is possible in, you know, for anyone, you know, just what we think is what's more important. If my life was important to me, that's what's more important than food or anything else. So I wanted to learn more. So I started taking classes and learning about nutrition and human body, how it works what are the impacts of food and how it works on our body was so you know inspiring to learn and it was like an amazing journey to understand our 
I mean, in addition to that neuroscience, you know, I learned a lot about how brain works and the gut and brain connection. I don't know, I, I'm still studying, you know, it's just an ongoing journey, how our thoughts work, our emotions work, why we eat, what the way we eat and how we eat. So I've been working in the corporate world all my life. And I, what I see every day morning is somebody walking out, walking in with a cup of, you know, McDonald's string and, a, you know, some sandwiches wrapped in a paper and coming to sit over there and eating like, a, uh, I don't know, Mac, <laughs> you know, biscuit and cheese and things like that. And there, I know they're all working. And the next thing I know is in our break room, there will be donuts and cookies and everything. And then temptation that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. And my <laughs> sugar only started going up and up and I had to be put on a lot more medication than I wanted to. And I also had asthma from childhood. And I learned everything was due to inflammation, either inflammation for the lungs and inflammation in the blood, whatever it is, it was all inflammation. Mm-hmm. And when I understood that, I was on a journey to reduce the inflammation. So I started researching, what can I do to reduce my inflammation? First thing was sugar, <laughs> got rid of it. And then it was starchy food that converts to sugar. Then I got rid of it. Amazingly, my body responded and healed, even from asthma. So that was like an amazing journey, you know, and then it continued all these, you know, four years, five years almost. I am enjoying my life and I have more energy to run my business. And I don't fall asleep immediately after eating. And I, I tell my family I have more energy than when I raise my children. And I can do anything I want right now. I'm not falling asleep. I can have more energy. I can wake up and not feel tired when I get up. I'm energetic and enthusiastic to come and work on my business before I go to my work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, a lot of the journalism right now is, I think it's prevalent. (laughs) I would hope that it's prevalent by now to say that, you know, obviously sugar high starches is uh, especially extracted starches. So it's totally different to have a yam in your meal versus an extracted starch. Um, because your body just either metabolizes it so fast and then goes, oh, we can store this because clearly we have a need for storage for this. And it's, uh, so I think that the, what I'm trying to say is I think the word is out that this is not a healthy way to eat. And it tends to be the typical, what I'm going to call North American diet, although that is infiltrating almost everywhere right now. But what is it about, like, instead of just saying, okay, we're not going to fast food stores anymore, it's still not that easy. So how do we start to understand, like, obviously, if somebody goes and has a soft drink, you know, it's clearly (laughs) all the energy in a soft drink comes from sugar. There is no other nutritional value in there. But when we start to do things like, well, I'm just, I'm having a ham and cheese sandwich, like how bad can that be kind of thing? Where do people make the most mistakes when they're somewhat knowledgeable, but just not understanding where all the sugar and starch is coming from in the diet? Understanding what is in their food. You know, Mm -hmm. knowledge is that I know sugar is going to cause issue, but Mm -hmm. understanding how does it feel in your body, listening to your body and see 
when the sugar goes in, how it reacts and how much energy you have, you know, like it's going to be like a, you want to do so many things immediately when the sugar crash, you know, comes up and then you're going to crash. But analyzing that, understanding that how often it happens and how much, how the duration of it happening, which food it causing, it's a lot of analysis, self-awareness, I call them. I don't want to bring engineering terms into that, but I tell my clients, if you give me the data, I can help you. And if you don't provide me, most of the people I find it hard for to admit things and release what is holding on them and just tell me what they ate, they cannot. <laughs> yeah, they want to hide it from me. But mm-hmm. how can I help if they hide it? You know, I want what I'm trying to tell the whole world is I, I would like to influence the corporate people, like mm-hmm. managers and executives. Uh, one of my dreams is to coach one of those persons. You know, I already achieved one, I think one, but I would not want to, teach, uh, you know, I want to empower more of high level people so they can slowly impact others. That's my dream. You know, it's not just the business aspects. It's about improving the corporate world. Like professionals like me, if they improve their health, so much impact they have than others, right? Mm -hmm. If one of the business person has an impact and see, they go for network meeting and they go for other meeting and they can see how this person has changed. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about two things, the science of food. Because I think a lot of people look at, um, I don't know if you want to call them nutritionists or dietitians or people that typically will help somebody with their food. A lot of business people, in my eyes, tend to look at that and go, yeah, but you don't get that the stress levels. You don't get that I don't have time to go and eat, especially if they happen to be working, you know, 16 hour days, they're not showing up for breakfast, lunch or supper anywhere. If they do show up for lunch and supper, it's usually networking events or a, a business meeting where it's almost either one predicted that this is what you typically eat in those situations, or I don't want to come across as that, whatever that might be in their mind. So Talk to me, one, about the science of it, and then two, about the cultural norm of food, because I think that has a big impact on it. Yeah, the science is that you eat for nutrition, for your body. Your body, the moment you're born, you're eating. So you are what you eat. So think about how, what do you want to be? You know, do you want to be a healthy person? Then you have to look into food that your body likes. Everybody's different, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's brought up in different way. So the science is that food we eat metabolizes and gives us nutrition for our body. And how are we providing it? That's the most important thing. Are we meeting our requirements or are we looking for supplements or the easy way out? You know, we are, God created us in a way, it's not like everything magical, right? We will have to work to, for our body to function. So understanding what exactly your body needs is the first and foremost thing. And then understanding that emotions can be satisfied by other means, not by food. Food is, of course, enjoyable. And a lot of people say, I love this and I love that, right? I love mm-hmm. pizza and I love whatever. You know, I'm just getting mm-hmm. brownie, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the word love 
if you literally take it, is misused there. So if you love a person or a, your animal, how do you treat that love, you know, versus love towards food? So yesterday, one of my, um, you know, mastermind friends, pet passed away and she was in tears and she remembered so many things about that pet and shared with me. So if you take a piece of brownie, what can you share with me from the love aspect <laughs> of it, right? But you should have been there at that birthday party. That was an epic birthday party, <laughs> right? And kind of the end of it. So I'm just saying, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. what can you talk about a pizza that is so much loving? Right. <laughs> and I wanted to, you know, that is how I ask my clients, you know, whether it's real love or is trying to cover up some emotions using food. That emotion is all about, we're trying to remove something that we don't like. So we treat it with something else, right? Mm-hmm. So that is one thing to ask. What are the, what is the purpose right now? So if you can stop one second before we eat and just ask that question, am I eating because I'm hungry or am I eating to satisfy an emotion or am I eating to avoid something? Taking a moment to ask and then asking another question, how can I deal with it without food? You know, one of the techniques I use myself is I bite on it. I mean, I am not away from any of those things. I'm a human. I bite on cinnamon sticks. <laughs> and I don't eat gum or chew the gum. or anything. So if I want to chew something, I chew on a, uh, you know, cinnamon stick or sometimes other Indian spices like cloves or something else to wake me up. Like, you know, to make me aware that I don't need this. That's the main, it's like a little spiciness, tingleness on my tongue makes me like think that, am I doing this? What am I, why am I doing this? Stop it, you know, I can tell myself. Nice, I love That's it. That's what I keep on my desk now. I don't have anything in my drawers. I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, and that reminds me, I used to in high school uh, chew on licorice sticks because I love the taste of black licorice. And it's just that, I think I was like a eight-year-old <laughs> Labrador. I just had to chew on something, <laughs> yeah. a stick or something, anything. Uh, brings so, back good memories, though. I like that. <laughs> so one thing is to do not say love or, I mean, understand the word meaning of love when you say love something. That's all I say. It doesn't matter. Okay, if you love food, it doesn't matter. Just, just reflect that love like maybe love for the person who planted it love for the person who brought it to the grocery store love you know being grateful for that food if Mm -hmm. you stop two minutes or one minute and be grateful for you can just visualize how it sprouted in the ground who nurtured it how it came to your you know grocery store somebody rang it up somebody packed it up it came to your kitchen you cooked you ate whatever it is doesn't take even a minute to stop that that is a pattern interruption that's what the psychology behind is we are not immediately going and putting in the mouth so we are just taking a break and breaking that pattern of urge mm-hmm. and then reflecting one minute yeah well and i like it too because i don't i like to me a pattern interrupt is what's your phone number like it has nothing to do with that, anything that's going on whereas being able to ask, you know, what is important about this food? What am I getting out of this food right now? Can lead to a different conversation that empowers somebody to go, oh, it's really because I'm ticked off about this situation and I've been avoiding this situation because 
blah. And it's like, okay, so are you done avoiding it? Like, is it time to do something about it or not? And you can decide to go do something about it, or you can decide, no, it's not time to do anything yet, but I don't have to be in the fridge either. And uh, so it, it's a very powerful or empowering question to me from a, from a therapeutic point of view as to how somebody can take control of habits that seem subconscious and out of their control. That's right. You're right. You're perfectly right. So from, you know, from as a business owner, in order to function better, we need to have good energy, good vibes, and, uh, you know, better, uh, everything better, like less clutter, you know, mental clutter. I mean, you know, when you eat better, you're not ruminating on what am I going to eat next or what is going to be my dinner. You know, that's out of the picture because you're not hungry. Mm-hmm continuously hungry, right? If you eat high carbohydrate food, high processed food, what happens is it just digests fast. It's the processed faster than you can imagine. And the next one immediately our body needs. So mm-hmm. we continually look for what is next, what is next, and think about the food. But when you start your day with a better food, you know, does, you know, whatever, you know, like a high nutritious protein and high good fat and good vegetable, you know, all those rich food, then you're not hungry for a few hours and you can be effective in your work, focus on your work, better focus, better clarity for working. It's mm-hmm. so much efficient compared to having snacking, and, you know, like on your left and, <laughs> and, put snack. and it's much more efficient. So that when I'm a business person, you know, person's view, I really like that fact that I can sit and work, not worrying about food or not mm-hmm. being hungry. Yeah, that's very important if, from when you run a business. So when it comes to working with your clients, do you have, obviously, because you're certified in the whole health nutrition aspect of it, is there a particular um, wing of dietary kind of food intake that you follow? No, low carb. That's what I call them. Reduce the carbohydrate and sugars. You know, that's it. It is not like, you know, I call them sensible keto, my website. My desire was to eat healthy, um, you know, eat better, live healthy and save money because we all want to save money. That's why we're in the business for, right? So the aspects come by when you eat better, you get better health, you reduce the medication or you reduce even the food intake, your stomach reduces and you're saving money, mm-hmm. especially in this right now, you know, all these commodities are, you know, less of, we don't need a lot of food. We don't need to go buy all the junk food and fill up, you know, so, mm-hmm. so much efficient, so much efficient. You need no, a, less room to store things and, you know, you don't, you have more, less clutter in your life. And you can even grow some things, you know, whether it's mom at home and, you know, enjoy the, the, the joy of growing and seeing your own food, like leafy greens and things like that. Yeah. Low carb, I call them. I don't call them, you know, big keto because a lot of people are scared of fat and all those things. So we start as low carb. Mm-hmm. Then I teach my clients how to fine tune it, how to overcome plateaus, how to, all those things are called a mastery. It's a three step, first thing is a 3M process like mindset work on the mindset first then the food then the movement like mindset meals and movement 
And then I offer a one-year commitment because I know there are so many questions everybody has after they finish the course, my program, 90-day coaching. Mm -hmm. I tell them to come for one, one year with me. We will work together as a group as well as 101 as you need. And then I, I have like six personalized coaching sessions where I teach them how to calculate the macros for their body, how to you know, do certain things so that they can progress in their life. Nice. Love that. So um, cool. We'll, we'll take that out and put it in the show somewhere. <laughs> that, was, that was good. And I assume you want that part of, part of the program as well. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, we can totally do that. Um, so I have meal plans for mm-hmm. no cook meal plans. That's one of them business owners always loves because they don't have to cook. But it is healthy. It's very, you know, very minimally processed because you have to go buy some like rotisserie chicken or something like that if you want, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's a awesome. no cook meal plan I have and yep. I have low carb meal plans. A lot of things there on the, on the website that people can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. I love it. So, yep, well, um, when Indian recipes, Indian <gasps> cooking simple. Yay. Yeah, tandoori oh, chicken and tandoori turkey and, you know, all those things. Oh, wonderful. Yay. I used to work for an East Indian woman and she felt sorry for me. I was like 18 at the time. She felt sorry for me because I wasn't eating enough. So she would bring an extra little something of food for me. Like, so that's what awesome. I, actually, I made um, tandoori chicken for my daughter's friend's big friend because, nice. she, because of her brain tumor. She's on a low carb. Yeah. diet and not many people she her mom said i don't know what to do jesse yeah uh, <laughs> you know, i thought i will just take them some food mm-hmm. and she can oh you're so sweet <laughs> that's awesome sugar cool. tumors tumors feed on sugar mm-hmm. almost everything feeds on, sugar. on sugar so if you give it body will love it mm-hmm. yeah. yep don't ever ask your body what it wants <laughs> it wants sugar <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> learned that one early on <laughs> awesome yeah cool. well yeah. you have been fabulous Jesse. thank you so much um so i so- have one business ceo with me mm-hmm. and i'm hoping he would spread the word with others nice. because of his experience and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice what's going on for him um uh, he he couldn't lose weight at all, but he said he lost around 10 pounds while with me. He didn't, he's a very tall person, so mm-hmm. he doesn't need to lose a whole lot of weight, but he had, he had a lot more energy and he's not hungry. He doesn't snack anymore. Nice. So all those are wins for him. Mm-hmm. He had a better mindset about things while traveling. He's not drinking on soda or something, just water. You know, so he showed me a picture of cup sitting with water next to driving and all those things. Lots of strategies they learn Mm -hmm. and implement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the the last step is called mastery, mastering everything you learn. So I hold them for 21 days, just one thing. Don't do 100 things, you know, just one thing. Mm -hmm. And that brings consistency. That's so hard for people being consistent. Mm-hmm. They cannot even sit five minutes quietly. Right? No, I'm, I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that is so much. So I try to build the consistency. But some of them don't understand what I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. Even I tell them. 
So I'm going to build adding to that, you know, each habit they build, I'm going to add one next to it, mm-hmm. like, you know, habit stacking. Yeah. So that's the one near goal for me, for them. Love it. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that weight is not the goal. Oh, no. It's, it seems like it's the only measurable way. It's like, no, no. Because if you're gaining muscle and losing fat, your body is morphing. And, and you can do that quite easily at the same pace. So you may never lose weight, but you look phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Loving your body and who are you are becoming. That's what I tell them. Mm-hmm. that's what's more important are you going to be a happy person or are you a big grumpy person <laughs> are you going to be happy within your body or are you going to be always saying oh my tummy look doesn't look good my hey it all served purpose you know yeah. so i teach them how to be grateful for each part of your body i write my own five things grateful every day now nice. that's a challenge i took off with my clients for 21 days i haven't i find so many things to be grateful for <laughs> Nice. Even the computer mouse and the mouse pad and the little internet cable and oh, so many things right here in front of me that I'm grateful for. I love it. So this is like, you know, I feel like when you come from a grateful heart, mm-hmm. the success, you cannot stop. It just falls in place. Nice. But you have to be willing to be really pure and be grateful. Not mm-hmm with condition, right? No, just be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Love it. So give us an example of one of your clients, Cinderella stories. Oh, <laughs> I can tell you lots of stories, but one of the things that just come to, came to my mind is there was this lady who is a retired teacher and she's was 275, 280 pounds, I think, when she saw me. So and again, you know, it's a lot of emotional things to work on. Lots of forgiveness, a lot of things. And she told me, I have to crawl in my apartment. I cannot walk. I cannot even get up and stand for a long time. Can you help me? Okay. So she loses some weight and she was able to stand up. And, you know, she tells me that I lost every, you know, now and then she updates me. And when she hit below 200, she was so happy and she wrote me now I went to church and I was able to stand up for the worship it just brought joy to my heart because she was crawling on the ground before now she can stand up not just stand up stand up for longer duration nice well yeah and I mean when when somebody thinks about that it's like putting a hundred pound backpack on your back and trying to function all day long with that extra hundred pounds on like that's exhausting like it's exhausting to go to the gym and do it for half an hour. I can't imagine what it's like doing it all day. That's it's yeah, intense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, another thing is like um, another lady had osteoarthritis, mm-hmm. and again she's a nurse. She's a retired nurse, and these are all people, well-educated people. Mm-hmm. You know. So I asked again. You know, she worked with me some time, and her doctor told, "You just have to live with this pain. This is for your rest of your life." Okay. Aww. And she was sad because hands, right? You cannot do anything. And almost six months later, she told, I don't have any pain anymore. My doctor cannot even believe that. That she, her doctor couldn't believe that she, she, you know, she even moved her 
granddaughter from one house to the other, cleaning, moving, everything with her hands. And she was so grateful. Nice. I love that. So what are typically some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might have? And they're thinking, oh, Jesse, I need you so badly right now. Can you repeat that question? What are some of the things that people are going through? So it could be osteoporosis. It could be that they're overweight. It could be the pain. What are some of the things that people typically are going through that they turn to you? Most of the people that I, you know, kind of work with are type two diabetic Mm -hmm. and diabetic can bring large side effects like retinopathy, neuropathy, and lots of side reactions that, and it can slowly lead to high blood pressure and then the complications with it. Everything just slowly, gradually, you know, creeps in your life one after the other. It starts with that. And some of the ladies, even me, I had polycystic ovary syndrome. That is a part of inflammation, PCOS. And that starts with that. That's how most of the people who are diabetic ladies starts. I don't know what what the reason or anything. I think it all has to do with the food and inflammation. And yeah, that's where it started for me, you know, Mm -hmm. and then people will eventually become like gestational diabetes and then, you know, continue that journey. And once you have the insulin resistance, it, it has to be dealt with really well otherwise Mm -hmm. it's only going to get bad to worse and then side effects kidney issues and liver issues and and, you know yeah yeah totally get that so i know our listeners are going to want more from you how do they start their journey with you i i'm going to offer a free challenge in on june 6th called crush your cravings we all have cravings right that's Mm -hmm. where everything starts so it's going to be a free challenge for five days. And I say, if you take action, you see the results on the second day. Wow. Yeah. But again, you know, I focus on professionals action. and we are action takers and business people means otherwise we cannot run the business, right? So exactly. action takers get the results. <laughs> so action takers, go and check out the, the challenge. Links will be below. If somebody's listening to this two years from the recording date, I'm sure Jesse will still have something up and running. Something for you. always there is free resources like seven day meal plans, free, completely free. Lots of resources I have free. Nice. You, know, you don't need it. Even the challenge is free. And of course, then I offer a 90 day coaching program after the challenge that if anybody willing to take to the next level. Yeah. Love that. Jesse, I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? When I was stuck at home and didn't have a job and wanted to do something that really was impactful, you know, like God told me that I have a purpose. He has given me a purpose in my life. So I didn't know how to execute it. Then it slowly, gradually fell in place. First thing was I asked my family if I could start a website because I'm bored at home. <laughs> I created everything myself, a WordPress mm-hmm. site from scratch. Mm-hmm. So there was like a lot of work that I did myself. You know, I didn't have any helper on that. Kept me you know, occupied. And then I said, okay, that's coming. You know, people are interested in my recipes. Let me do what's the next. <laughs> Then I took a certification after, you know, of course I took the classes to learn and everything. In addition to that, I took a nutrition certification called precision nutrition Mm -hmm. so that I can be, I have the 
you know, the tail added so that I can tell people that I'm a certified coach. Nice. Love that. That is awesome. So I am appreciate your time immensely. Thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Any last words for our peeps? I want to give a tip. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're really trying to control your, uh, you know, sugar cravings, mm-hmm. I teach something called a three bite rule. That has been well received my client by my clients. The only thing that I tell is that when you talk about bite, make sure the bite is that you can bite, not like mouthful of things, you know, mm-hmm. like not like a eight ounce candy bar stuffed into your mouth. You know? like, <laughs> one you know, bite. <laughs> one bite is the one bite, you know, mm-hmm. that you can enjoy. So first bite is to say hello to the food, just to get familiarized with the food. It can be a, a spoonful of ice cream. It can be a, you know, a little square of a chocolate bar, or it can be something that you enjoy a small piece of pie, whatever. Mm-hmm. But usually you want to eat more and more, something like that, you know. And the second bite is to really savor the food. Like some people say you love the food, right? Mm-hmm. I ask them, think about what do you like about that food that really gravitates you to that food? You know, what are the features? Is the smell? Is that the taste? Is that the structure, you know, like texture? Or mm-hmm. what is it? And the last bite is saying, hey, food, I know you will be there again. You know, we can always make you again. Let's depart now with gratefulness. And I enjoyed you and the time with you for now. I'll come back to you later. You know, I know you will be there. I'm not going to finish all of it now. You know, I don't need to finish it now. (laughs) Nice. I love that. That is awesome tip. Jesse, you've been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. And I hope your um, listeners enjoy this and can implement one or two things that I said and find results. Awesome. And go and check out Jesse's site. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you're looking to scale and automate your business, reach out to me at Michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.